a long time ago on a spinner rack far, far away. The Comic Book Time Machine presents Marvel's Cosmic Comics, exploring Marvel's licensed sci-fi and fantasy during the Star Wars period. Episode 22, The Human Fly, number 2, cover date October 1977. Time travelers, and welcome to a very special episode of the Comic Book Time Machines Marvel's Cosmic Comics feed. Now, this feed is separate from the main feed of our our podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode because it is quite possibly the worst comic I've ever read in my whole life. Uh, and if I were to give this episode a title, I would give it the title of uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Human fly issue number two is number two. What have I got myself into? That's the question I have to ask. Uh, I'm going to preface all of my remarks about the human fly by saying that I am a big fan of Bill Mantlo, which I would think would be evident from our Rocket Raccoon episode that we did, which can be found at comicbooktimemachine.com slash rocket raccoon. I think that's a good enough, <laughs> good enough link. Anyway, I, I do. I like Bill Mantlo's work and I'm excited about some of the Bill Mantlo material that's coming up in the future. I was excited about the human fly when I saw that it was written by him. And I, there's some comic books of his that I'm really, really looking forward to. This is not one of those. This comic book is it's clown shoes. Uh, that's it's, it's ridiculous. It's I, I expected the comic book equivalent of a late seventies, early eighties, prime time traveling do gooder TV show. That's the kind of thing I was expecting when I was you know, looking at the setup of Human Fly in issue number one. Instead, I got Scooby Doo and the, the Laugh Olympics, or actually more appropriately for this uh, for this issue, whatever that other cartoon was. Um, not the Laugh Olympics one, but the other big Hanna-Barbera crossover where they were all racing around the world, whatever, whatever that was. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm so upset with this comic book. I'm not even going to do the comic book, the, the, the service of looking up what that other, uh, Hanna-Barbera racing cartoon was. <laughs> it just, it doesn't even deserve the, the metaphor. It, it, it does a disservice to Hanna-Barbera to do. I mean, this was just, this was just bad. This was just plain bad. Now, I mean, the badness, it, it's, it's, it's foreshadowed on the cover. You have a picture on the cover of, of Ghost Rider and, and Human Fly. They're both on Ghost Rider's flaming motorcycle, and it's, it's, it's leapt off a cliff in the background, and it's heading down towards just a bunch of spikes that are just sticking up out of the ground, okay? Uh, the, the, the drawing itself, it's not bad, but it's also just not 
good. And it's drawn by this cover is drawn by Carmen Infantino and Infantino and Al Milgram. And this uh, this comic here just kind of tells me this is where Ghost Rider went when Angel and Iceman said they didn't know where he was. I mean, this is one of the, this is this shows Godzilla and the Human Fly. They take place in the same universe. Anyway, Ghost Rider's here, and the bike is falling towards some spikes, and and the cover hyperbole says. The human fly teams with Ghost Rider in a death duel on wheels. Race to destruction. You open it up, and the splash page, it gives us the credits. Bill Mantlo, writer, Carmen Infantino, artist, Dan Green, inker, Irv Watanabe, letterer, and apparently colorist, and then uh, Archie Goodwin, uh, editor. (sighs) I blame Bill Mantlo, and I blame Archie Goodwin for what we are about to embark upon here. Carmen Infantino, he shines. He's great. I'm reading the 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 Trial of the Flash. It's a it's a, a DC showcase volume that has just, you know, dozens of flash issues in it, hundreds of pages, uh, this one long running storyline in the Flash. And Carmen Infantino is the uh, is the artist. He's amazing. He's amazing. I I really adore his work. I, I'm really starting to really appreciate him. I, I wish again, like Jack Kirby, I wish I'd been paying attention earlier to, to his career. Anyway, we open with human fly. He's doing a stunt and it's a ridiculous stunt. He's got two race cars side by side and he's got his legs, his feet jammed into these metal boots on either car. And so basically if one car would go just off to the side, it would just tear him in half He's really putting his life in the hands of these drivers. But anyway, they're driving along. And, you know, remember, he's got 60% steel in his skeletal structure. And so he can, he can I guess, handle the stress. But they're, they're, they're driving. They jump over a huge tank of water. And on the surface of the water is an oil fire. And they jump over, but he releases himself from the cars. He drops into the water. Everyone's, oh, no, no. And then he blasts a hole in the tank, and he's washed out of the side of that hole. And yay, he's alive, as if there was any surprise. After the stunt, Johnny Blaze comes up, introduces himself. And, of course, Johnny Blaze is the Ghost Rider. And he congratulates Human Fly, and they talk about an upcoming race. And this upcoming race is why they both happen to be there. Harmony White the reporter who wants to bust human fly and, and reveal who he is to everyone. She is also there at this race. And I have to say she is drawn beautifully. Uh, it's the, it's the facial structure that, that Infantino uses. And he's, she's wearing these kind of green glasses and green tinted glasses. And she's got this blonde hair that's styled and, uh, she's wearing this blue jumpsuit with bell bottoms. Uh, it's, she's drawn beautifully and, and you know what they, everything in here is drawn well. And so again, I just can't fault Infantino on any of this. And, uh, Dan Green, the, the, the inker can't fault him for this. I, I lay this squarely on the shoulders of Archie Goodwin and, and Bill Manlo for this one. It just, oh, oh man. Um, Anyway, as back to the story, she is determined, bound and determined to bust Human Fly because she believes he's just this glory hound who's in it for the glory. He doesn't care about the kids that he he says he cares about because and that even the donations he's making they're just for glory and all that kind of thing. So 
she is there and she has uh, taken his story, which according to his story, he had a crash in North Carolina and five men were hospitalized in the time frame that he has talked about. Those five men are her suspects that they were all in accidents. Of course, if he's lying about his, you know, if he's just looking for glory and he's using the story, it's possible uh, Harmony, that maybe he's lying about his story about the accident too, and maybe he's not one of these five men. But she's convinced one of these five men is him, is the human fly. And so the first one also happens to be there. His name is Alex, and Alex Marks, she is convinced that he can, he's one of the suspects, and she actually sees human fly go into Alex Marks' trailer where Alex Marks has his, his car and he's there for this race. So she follows Human Fly. And when she goes into the trailer, Human Fly is gone and Alex Marks is there. Busted! And I just can't help feeling... Uh, I've just been watching too much Phineas and Ferb with with my kids because Harmony White, I mean, she's totally just Candace. She's totally Candace, just trying to bust him. And... She finds Alex Marks, and he's just, no, I can't be the human fly. Look at me. I can't even race again. I used to be the best driver in the business, and then I was in an accident. And he came, and he inspired me, and I healed. Everything healed except for uh, my nerves or, or his confidence. And so he's uh, he's not – obviously, he is not the human fly. He came for the race. He doesn't have any confidence to drive in the race, but he came for the race. He brought his car and everything. But to quote the Cowardly Lion, he just doesn't have the noise. So what is this race? What is this race that Alex Marks has come to not race in and that Human Fly and Ghost Rider have apparently come to race in? Well, it's actually called the Doomsday Race. The Yes, the, <laughs> the Doomsday Race. Oh, man. They, they did call it earlier. They called it the Daredevil Race. I got a little bit excited, but no. Daredevil is not coming. Spoiler alert. He's not going to be in this. Yeah. The Doomsday Race. Cyrus T. Barker. And with a name like that, you know he's got to be a carny of some sort. Well, he's the promoter. He produced the race. He's going to give half a million dollars to the winner. The biggest event in racing history, he calls it. And he is there. He's there to make money. You know. And when we get into the race, we're going to find out, well, Maybe they shouldn't have trusted this guy very much. I'm just trying to figure out why are people even thinking about doing this race? Because the, the race starts and the racers go, okay? And the engines roar, the mighty machines strain forward, shuddering like unbroken steeds against an unseen harness. And soon two racers take the lead, Johnny Blaze on his skull cycle, and Alex Marks, quote-unquote, in car number seven. He who now removes his scarf to reveal the grim visage and cool gaze of the human fly. Now, Harmony White has seen Alex Marks' car go, and she now knows because he's in the race, he must be the human fly because the human fly is nowhere to be seen. No one knows the human fly is actually racing Alex Marks' car. So the drivers approach the first obstacle and the tension grows. And I'm thinking, oh, the first obstacle, interesting. And they have a bunch of thought clouds for all the drivers. One says, what kind of hazards are we facing? They don't know what kind of hazards they're facing. Where's the danger? They don't know where the danger is that's going to be coming to them. When do we hit the traps? <laughs> this is all in one panel, by the way. And so we just now, it's been revealed to us, there's traps in this race. 
this is a doomsday race because there's traps in this race. Who will come through and who will fall? $500,000 is a lot of money worth almost anything. Yes, worth almost your life is what you're saying. Got to win. I've got to. Next panel, spikes come shooting out of the ground and just tear through the cars. And I mean, literally through the cars. And I'm just thinking to myself, wait just a minute. They have just put themselves on this, this, uh, this track that is actually actively trying to kill them. I don't know if they were expecting this or not. I'm assuming that they weren't. But how could anyone, I mean, Cyrus T. Barker, how is he not going to be held responsible? He set traps that can tear through the cars. It says, uh, the gleaming spikes slash viciously, disemboweling these creatures of technology, gutting these wild stallions of tempered steel until they lie broken, torn, and twisted, or merely crawl forward, flames licking at their open wounds. But two vehicles scream ahead, though one trails fire in its wake. They just drove through an area of track, and it's not even track, it's like sand, it's it's dirt, it's it's not even really like a, it's not a racetrack, this is cross-country kind of thing, where spikes came up that were long enough to not just, you know, hit the car, but to go through the car, and stopping some of these at just, you know, breakneck speeds, I mean, they're going at racing speeds, and these spikes come tearing through, and... I mean, they could die. People could die here. This is this is crazy. So this is where I, I basically I turned against this book because as ridiculous as some of like the Harmony White stuff is and stuff like that, it still feels like you know that '70s show, and and then it just turns Crazy Town. It just takes that right turn right into Crazy Town, and the comic book puts on its clown shoes and says, "Hey, look at me! I'm a lunatic!" Oh my goodness. So they miss the spikes, although somehow, it doesn't show us how, but somehow Human Fly's car is on fire. So the flaming the flaming vehicle is not Ghost Rider. He has not turned yet. That's coming, though. They're going to go over a bridge. There's two bridges ahead of them and a, a river, a, basically a, a gorge kind of thing where they you would just go off a cliff. If you miss the bridge, you're going off a cliff. They had 10 cars lined up side by side to race to these bridges and again, this is just crazy. This 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 is so dangerous, so ridiculous. And this Cly- Cyrus T. Barker just thinks, ah, I can get away with this. His whole plan is that the racers are not going to finish the race because it's so dangerous. And he's just going to be able to keep the money. That's the guy's plan. So they go across the bridge and the bridge flips on them. Ghost Rider hits a portion of the bridge and it literally... On like uh, on his axis, just flips over and tosses him off into the water. It, and so as he's going down into the water, then uh, we have uh, the next bridge that uh, that that human fly hits. Instead of turning on his axis to like flip him off, it actually spins around in in the middle so the middle section spins as if to you know if he would stop there it would turn around and he would just be able to head back with the way he came but of course he's going at breakneck speeds his car is on fire his brakes don't work again we don't know how this damage happened I, i'm assuming maybe some spikes hit or something i don't know and so he basically guns it and and makes the jump and makes it across meanwhile ghost rider comes out of the water 
and he's now Ghost Rider. He has um, he's he's flame, he's on fire. As he comes out of the water, though, the surface of the water catches fire because it's been covered in oil. Again, this Cyrus T. Barker is murdering these racers. This is the most public mass murder you could possibly imagine. And it's happening right in front of everybody's eyes. And Cyrus T. Barker thinks he's going to get away with it. Even if no one dies, this is attempted murder here. And so the racers start coming back. And Harmony White, she's curious. She wants to know what's going on because uh, Alex Marks and, and... Human Torch are still out there, so she's going to nail him. She's going to nail Human Fly. Um, there's no the brakes are not working on Human Fly's car, so Human Fly has to jump off his car onto Ghost Rider's motorcycle. <laughs> this is just it's cartoon. It's cartoon stuff. It's just so bad. They go into a tunnel. And the tunnel closes behind them, and then a giant fan turns on. And this giant fan does two things. One, it blows them out the other end of the tunnel. And two, it's blowing out the flames of Ghost Rider's motorcycle. So they can't stop. And the tunnel doesn't continue onto a road. At the end of the tunnel is just nothing. It's just a sheer cliff. And again, I'm thinking these racers didn't get a chance to, like, take a look at the route ahead of time. This route goes literally, it just ends at nothing. So any racers who made it to this tunnel are going to fall off a cliff and die. This is so... Okay. Well, fortunately, we've got some quick thinkers here. The bike can't hold both of their weight because apparently the fan was just blowing the flames away. So a human fly jumps off the bike onto nearby power lines. Uh, again, it, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. He uses his uh, his his pimp cane to put to slide down the power line. Ghost Rider hangs onto his feet. They slide down. Cyrus T. Barker, man, he is just ready to get out of there. He's he goes to his his place and he uh, takes out the seven hundred thousand dollars that the race has has made. He's going to make a run for it now, mind you. The page where they're sliding down the power line, that's the second to last page. So we're almost to the end here. And he's just, I'm going to run. And out of the shadows, by the safe, steps Alex Marks. What? Who in Alex Marks? You can't be back. Sure I can, Alex says. Since I never left, the fly took my place. So I could keep an eye on you. The promoter of another race I was in. The one that cost me my nerve. And nearly my life. I always suspected you rigged my car then. And now I... And Harmony White comes just in time to say, Alex, look out, he's got a gun! Uh, Which he's pulling out of the safe. And Cyrus T. Barker says, Hey, the lady Snoop! You're next, blondie, after... And then, walk! Suddenly, instinct propels Alex Marks. Instinct Instinct that existed before he lost his nerve. Instinct primed by anger and concern to overwhelm fear and burst forth again. And then we have our one-panel wrap-up, which basically sums up everything you could possibly want from a human fly story. And some hours later, Alex, you and Johnny are both winners. The prize money is yours, says a human fly. Of course, Ghost Rider says, well, we've already decided to give it to Charity Fly in your name. Sure, Alex Marks says, I can afford it, because I'm sure I'll be driving again. 
And then Harmony White, she's right there. It's just a particularly gorgeous picture of her. She says, so Alex isn't the fly. Well, there are still four other suspects on my list. Clown shoes. Oh, man. That was bad. Laughably bad. And it just, oh, man. It just got more and more absurd. And, and not the good kind of absurd. Not the Hercules throwing Godzilla absurd. Uh, Godzilla number three, at least, well, it had Hercules throwing Godzilla. Here, there is very, uh, there's almost nothing redeemable, except for maybe, well, no, not maybe, the art. Carmen Infantino, a beautiful, beautiful artwork. Um, it just, it just works. Uh, so, Human Fly, the wildest superhero ever, because he's real. And I just want to know, what does Human Fly think about this comic book? Oh, man. So, now it's time for our bonus content. Our next part is, hopefully, something good. And I, I do have to say, I, I, I consider something this bad... I don't consider this lost time to read that book because I did get some laughs out of it. As I was reading it, I was laughing at how absurd it was. But it's not the kind of thing where it's so good it's bad. You know, the kind of thing that I'd want to return to. Or maybe it is. Maybe in time it'll grow on me. And maybe in a couple years I'll be, you know, cleaning up my comic books and, oh, hey, Human Fly. And I'll I'll look through it again and I'll see this one and I'll say, I want to read that one again because it was so bad. Maybe I. Who knows? I don't know. I don't care anymore. I'm I'm done with human fly number two. Human fly number two. Uh, how appropriate. So we're gonna move on to something that I hope is good. Thanks for listening to the Comic Book Time Machine's Marvel's Cosmic Comics feed. You can find more discussion of many, many more comics like Superman and Spider-Man, What Ifs and Elseworlds, The Six Million Dollar Man and Batman, comics seven days old and seven decades old, on our main feed, which you can find on iTunes or at comicbooktimemachine.com. We'd also love it if you join us on Facebook at facebook.com or on Twitter, where we are at Comic Time. Next episode, The Island of Dr. Moreau.